We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Good morning, Grinders! Welcome to the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender at Blender HD on Twitter. And uh, this is the show where we normally go over a little bit uh, about yesterday's slate, but I didn't play last night's slate. I heard about it. the Otani thing. He was he had he had to take he had to take public transportation. He had to take the subway or whatever. He had to take something in order to get to the stadium. And then they scratched him from his start, and then he then he hit. So he's gonna be he's gonna be playing tonight or what? I don't know what's going on tonight. Uh, tonight uh, we got we got a lot of rain. Got a lot of rain in the weather, so uh, so we'll, we'll we'll be talking a little bit about it. And uh, and I, I, I it's Casual Friday, so this is Casual Friday. Hey, where I could uh, answer any questions you might have in the YouTube chat. So so you're making the show today. So if you have any questions, anything you want to discuss. Put it in the YouTube chat. I see you guys. Doug Montgomery, Suki Singh, Frederick Duke, DJ Cicero, Card Fan, Brian Seymour, Laurent Dumont. Hit that thumbs up button. I I I ran out of apple juice. I ran out of apple juice. I got I got water today. Keep the water cold, right? I got Propel. It's it's actually it's uh, peach, peach. It's peach water because water water's too plain for me. I need to, some type of flavoring or something to make me drink. I should be drinking more water, so I'm drinking water. So hit that thumbs up button, thummy thumbs. Give me those thummy thumbs. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. Uh, but uh, but today, uh, it, it's supposed to be a 12-game slate. It's supposed to be. It's not going to be. It's not going to be. If you see the forecast, 
Ralt's forecast is all colorful. Let's take a look at Ralt's forecast. Oh, look at this. Oh, red, red, orange, red. Red, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff uh, go- going on. Most likely, it looks like uh, Milwaukee at Washington will be uh, will end up being postponed early. Uh, Atlanta, New York, probably. Uh, I mean, Cincinnati, Chicago isn't on the isn't on the, the late slate, the the main slate. Uh, Miami at Boston, uh, Toronto at Cleveland could be. I mean, that's a yellow orange. But I mean, once once I see reds, typically Roth's good with the reds, right? When when it's red, that typically means they don't play. So it's quite possible this 12-game slate turns into at least a 10-game slate, if not a 9-game slate, if not an 8-game slate. So uh, so obviously keep your eyes out for this. I mean, uh, you could get you get the, the forecast uh, for free on, on rotogrinders.com. And uh, Roth is always hosts Crunch Time, which is our premium show, a half an hour before lock. And, uh, and he goes through he goes through all the weather. He's, he even has the weather on the – he has the radar on the screen. And he goes through and he said, what could happen, what this could happen, if this pop-ups happen there. And then after that, after that, it's up to the teams, right? Because Roth's, Roth's a meteorologist. So he, he could he could talk about the weather, how the teams are actually going to react to the weather. That's that's a whole different story, right? Whether or not they're going to call the game, whether or not they're going to have a late start versus try to play through it. You know, that's, who knows? And then you have the Nationals, right? Millet, the Brewers at the Nationals, uh, red orange. The Nationals have postponed games with no rain. So uh, if they, if anyone if everyone if anyone does a rain dance, if anyone mentions the word rain, they end up postponing. So I'm assuming this game is dead, right? I'm, I'm assuming it's I'm, assu- I'm assuming it's dead, which uh, which is which is good because I mean according to the bat projections, the Brewers against Leicester had uh, have the highest uh, ceiling projection, highest point per dollar, have highest everything projection. On the slate, we also have the Red Sox against Poteet. <clears throat> they project pretty well, so that's going to be an issue. The Red Sox and whether or not you play them. I mean, the Nationals were projected pretty high against uh, Brett Anderson, ceiling wise. We got Toronto. That's the Toronto at Cleveland. A okay, no, maybe not that. Maybe not that well. It's eighty, but we have the tight. We got we got a lot of teams down here that don't project very well, but like the the Mets game. Ian Anderson against the Mets. Anyone against the Mets now, right? But is that game going to play? Probably not, right? We're going to see a lot, a lot of good spots for either pitching or hitting just get wiped off the table. I think so. I think that's what we're going to see. So what do you do? A lot of people have to have that uh, try to build lineups, and they have this problem where it's like, well, how do, how do, how do I how do I react so quickly? Right. Like sometimes sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's six o'clock Eastern, six fifteen Eastern, and you're not sure if a game's going to play. Right. You don't know. Maybe they late started and who, who knows? Or you don't know if you want to take shots at the game and take, you know, take a chance that it does play. Uh, but like five minutes before lock, maybe they postpone a game and it's like, well, how do you how do you build lineups for both? Well, you could do that in lineup HQ. I, I do it in lineup HQ uh, when, when it comes to these, these situations where it's possible that games get called. Now I'm typically not, I'm not building my lineups this early, right? We don't have starting, we don't starting anything. We don't have ownership in, we don't have anything. Right. So it's like, it's not like I'm building lineups at 11 o'clock in the morning. Like these games, I'm going to assume that Milwaukee and, and the, the Washington game and the Mets game is done. 
So let's just assume that. I'm just going to assume that. You go in, you could you could uh, just get rid of teams just whole hog by just doing this, right? Now this hides them, but it doesn't mean that it hides it. It's still in the, they're still active in the player pool. But you can click on all these teams and then exclude them. You use the filters right here. So I clicked on all four of them, right? Exclude 251 filters. So there, so what that does is bring them into the excluded section. Okay, right, and you have filters over there. So I'm automatically getting rid of them. I'm just going to assume that. Now, this Miami-Boston game, maybe that's the type of game, right, that light rain to start, moderate rain in the middle, heavier rain late. I think there's a pretty good chance that they just see the rain on the wall and call it. So this game may end up being postponed beforehand anyway, but maybe this game is, maybe the radar looks a little bit better. Maybe it's on the iffy, iffy side. Maybe you're sitting there at 645 and it still has not been postponed. But maybe you do want to play. Maybe you do want to play some Boston players. Boston projects well. Maybe you want to play Miami. Maybe, I mean, maybe you do. In case that they do play. I'm looking at what, Cleveland? Cleveland doesn't project all that well. Who else? Who, 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 Toronto, Cleveland. Okay, so maybe playing. We get the Toronto also. So maybe maybe you want to play some Toronto and some Boston but you're not sure about those games. And those games are close to lock, right? So lock would be at 7.05. Now we got 7.10 games that, uh, I don't know, but it could be called, maybe it's postponed at seven. And you're like, well, I want to put, I want to put lineups in that include them. I want to take a shot at some Boston, just take a shot at some Toronto. But what happens if, what, what happens if I'm building, I'm building 20 lineups, 50 lineups, whatever. Let's build 50 lineups. And then you're not sure. But you, how are you supposed to switch everything out in three minutes, right? If I built lineups right now, let's say I'm playing Boston and Toronto, okay? I'm just going to put in some basic settings, some basic, you know, 50 lineups, 49,000, just whatever. Three uniques, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. I go to stacks. Let's say just we just build 5X stacks, just whatever, just make make it easy. As you see here, we have this new new uh, number of unique players in here. We put it in the stacks page to help you get a little bit more diversification on your stacks. But the number of unique players right here is the same, it's the same as what's, what's here. It's the same exact setting. doesn't do anything differently. Okay, so let's say, for instance, we have all these teams. Now, obviously, the teams that I excluded from the player pool as if they're postponed, like, I don't have to worry about them. But let's say we want to get a bunch of, put primary stack percentage at 20%. Get rid of these, get rid of these. Let's let's get, uh, <coughs> let me do it this way. So let's say you want to get some Boston, 25% Boston, 25% Toronto. Let's do it this way. We're building 5X, but you're going to also, you're going to have to, these are going to have to come up. So let's say you're getting 10 of that, 10 of this, 10 of that, whatever. We just go, go, go through this all. Just, just as, just as a, just default, whatever. Just so we, we get at least over a hundred percent. Okay. So you're building all of this. Miami bought, let's actually take out Miami and take out Cleveland so basically, we're putting together some Boston and Toronto lineups, but that game may be postponed. So let's say 
we build. So build 50 lineups that include Boston and Toronto. Just so we have a build, right? Okay, so we go through here. We see we got some Boston stacks. We got Boston stacks. We could look at the stack summary, right? We get Boston, Toronto, and whatever else we put in, okay? And let's say you you tweak this. You do whatever you want with it. So you run this a couple of times. You go, I want a little bit more of that. I want, right? You do your pitchers, right? Do I want all the Garrett Cole? Whatever. You do that. We're not going to go through with that. So you look through and you go, okay, now I here is my build. Let's say you're putting in 50 lineups and you got your build right here. So this is, you're good to go. You export the CSV, upload. You know, it's 15 minutes before lock. I got it in. Now let's say, for instance, the Boston game is postponed, right? So you should be preparing for that. So don't just sit there and go, oh, right? That's a good chance that it gets postponed. So what you do, you leave that build in and you go to Miami, Boston, do exactly what we did before. Exclude them completely. Okay? Now, you're going to be making another build. Now, this is what you'd be doing at like six o'clock, right? You have your build that includes Boston, right? You could even go to the lineups. You could even name it, okay? You, You even say this includes Boston and Toronto. So you know that. So those those are the builds that include Boston and Toronto. Or you could just you could say includes everyone. It's just everyone. Everyone. That's fine. We just call it everyone. So now we have a build. Now we're gonna get a build with no Boston and no Miami. So now we build. Now go through whatever your process is. Obviously, you'd be changing your stack rule, you know, take out the 25% Boston and everything. Right now, you're getting a lot of, a lot of Diamondbacks. So now you make your build. So you go through whatever, you know, I, do I want all the, you, set, you change your exposures, do whatever. So you get your 50 lineups like this. Okay. Then you rename this and you just put no Miami, Boston. Or you do the Boston. Let's, let's say you even put it Miami, Boston, PPD. Okay. So you know that this is the build that you will play if Miami and Boston is postponed. Your everyone build still has everyone in there. So you can see, see here that like you can see all these guys are excluded, but they're still saved in your build. So don't get rid of this build. If you get rid of this build, you're going you're to be able to remake it again without including these players. So now we got the Miami and Boston game postponed, build. Then we also have that, that Cleveland game, right? Right, maybe, maybe that Toronto Cleveland, maybe that's that that may be a problem. So you do the same thing. You go, go back to the player pool, then you go to Toronto Cleveland. You exclude them. And maybe you include. So let's go go to excluded. I'm going to include the Boston Miami game again. So this is a scenario where the Cleveland game gets postponed, but the Boston game doesn't. So you make a build for that. 
This is what you'd be doing like an hour before. So this is not like right before lock. You're you're preparing for it. So right now, now, now I'm getting my my Boston stacks. I'm getting you know everything but Toronto. So you go through whatever process. You'd rebuild a couple of times. You'd set exposures, whatever you whatever you would normally do, and then you'd name this Toronto, Cleveland postponed. Right, and that that would be your CSV for that. And then you do both. Then go back to the player pool to exclude the Boston game again. And now you're building for both of those games being postponed. So you go through, same type of deal. Do whatever you need to do. Right now we're getting more Dodgers here, getting some Houston, some Baltimore, whatever. And you put down both ppd right so now you have your now you have your four instances so knowing that knowing that the weather report may be weird later now obviously if all these games start getting postponed at like four o'clock five o'clock in the afternoon before you even start making your bills you don't even do any of this right you you know that all all of these games are getting postponed so you, you go straight there you don't have to make any of these bills but let's say it's six o'clock six fifteen it's less. It's an hour or less before lock, and you're not sure. It could play, could not play. Do you could decide that you don't want to take a shot, regardless, right? You'd be like, no, nope, I'm not going to take a shot on the Miami Boston game at all, regardless. And so you don't even bother making these. But if you did, if you're like, okay, maybe I do want to take a shot on some Boston. Maybe I do want to take a shot on some this. But you don't want to be stuck in a spot where the lock is at 7:05 and it's 7:01. And they postpone a game that you you have exposure to already. And you have four minutes to replace that. We're just like, oh, just give me anything at that point. Well, who knows what that's going to turn out to be. Or you're using global swap and you're trying to just, you're just jam it. Just make sure you have none of this and just whoever it is, it is. That's not a good situation. So I prefer to make these type of builds. And then you just use the CSV of whichever one you want. So this is a, this is a way to do it. I mean, you, obviously you could run it and then export and then run it again. You don't have to save any of these builds, or you could save. Or you could end up saving these builds and just using whatever whatever lineups you want. I mean, it's a little bit more of a manual process, right? You go here, you got a stack summary. We have the ability now. You have these quick links. This could just came in this week. A new fi- feature makes it easier. Because typically on player exposures, you can click on any player. I can click on Josh Rojas. I can click on his on his number, right, his count number, and just get the twenty three line, just the lineups that could contain Josh Rojas. But now in the stack summary, I could go to just my Toronto lineups, right, and four hitter stacks, five hitter stacks, right, Toronto twelve, Arizona seven, just show my stacks. So I don't have to scroll through and look for them. So let's say I go to the Toronto, like in this Toronto thing, and I could go and I could look through and I go save, save, save. I could save whichever ones I want. So let's say you have builds that have one or the other, and it's like maybe at 650, you're like, okay, I need to find 50 lineups. And you just, I like this one, and you heart, I like that one, save that one, save this one, right? Save whichever ones. Maybe you make a build. That just contains 
that just contains uh, the, the, P, the PPD games. Just doesn't. Like, let's say you do this. Let's say, for instance, we're going to we're gonna go to the player pool. We're going to include everyone. Include everyone. And then I'm going to go down here. And I'm going to make sure, I'm going to, I'm just going to do it all, like all 100% Boston. Get rid of these. So I'm making fit, maybe, maybe lowering it down to 20. Just like, I just want to, just give me 20 Red Sox lineups to spend most of the salary. 49.5. We build it should be all Boston, right? All Boston, right here. Devers and all of them. Cole and all of them. All right, so you got them all, right? This should say, right, 20 Boston stacks. Let's say you just save this. You just say here, I'm not sure if I'm going to be using Boston at all. So you just say, you just go, all. Just, this is all Boston. Boston all. You name it that. And let's say you just build, you build without any of them. So you use the both postponed. So instead of making one for each, as if they're in, you just make lineups that like, okay, if Boston is, seems to be playing, I'm going to save some of these lineups, right? Maybe I take out of these 20, I take five of them and I combine them. You could do that. So these are ways to prepare for these types of situations. So you're not stuck five minutes before lock having to just like, just give me a hundred lineups and whatever it is, whatever, whatever. I mean, just whatever. To get people in, get people out. Oh, they're going to play. Oh, I don't have any of this. Oh, I, I want to take a shot. Well, you're not prepared. These are the slates to prepare for. Because you can get the starting lineups. As long as they don't postpone the game at three o'clock, you're going you're gonna to get starting lineups. You're going to get, I mean, you're going to get everything. The updated projections and everything. And especially in the games that are, are likely or more likely to be postponed, the, the ownership's going to go skyrocket down. And maybe you want to take a shot. Maybe it's like, yeah, that they it's like 75% chance they don't play, but you know, they this team's going to be like 1% owned in a great spot. And maybe they do play. And maybe. I want to play, if I'm playing 50 lineups, maybe I want to play five of those lineups. And if, hey, and if it gets, gets PPD'd, then those lineups are dead. Then, okay, whatever. You take a look at the Red Sox ownership, and it's 1.2%. Yet, if it was a perfect weather report based on, just based on the bad stack projections, the Red Sox would be, I mean, if the Brewers get eliminated, they would be like the second highest ceiling projection on the slate. And they're going to be 1% owned. Even though 75% of the time, the game doesn't even play. Maybe you take a shot. That's that's up to you. Do you want to take on the risk? But so many people I see in the, in the Roto-Grinders Discord, they build, this, they build this one build. They go, should I build with this or should I build not with it? But do both. Make two builds. Get up a little early, right? You got to... If it normally takes you 10 minutes to build lineups, now it's going to take you 20. And then choose the CSB that's, a, that's appropriate. And that, and upload that. 
Upload the one with everything in it. Then when you see that, oh, 655, oh, they canceled the Boston game. Then you replace it. Then you upload the CSV that doesn't have any Boston. And it takes, takes five seconds, right? You don't have to scramble. You, are, you already have that situation planned out. I don't know if people do this. I do it. I think it's natural to do it. A lot of times I'm just choosing outright whether or not I'm going to play the game or not. A lot of times I'm not even making any of these. A lot of times it's at 6.30, I'm starting to build my lineups, and I'm just like, I'm not taking a shot at Boston at all, so I just X them out. Or I say, I'm taking a shot on Boston. I put them in, and then I make a, then I make a second build. Then I do the second build of no Boston, just in case. Two minutes before lock, two minutes before the game locks, it gets postponed. Well, I, I could get them out of there. Let's see. Let's go through the YouTube chat. Nate Branshaw, in weather games, are you more likely to take a shot on playing hitters or pitchers for that game? Well, it depends on how they project. Obviously, the problem with pitchers, it, the more problem with pitchers is the delay. Is not necessarily, I mean, obviously, everyone's at risk if it's postponed before the game starts. But the problem comes in is that if it gets delayed in the third inning and delay is more than an hour, a lot of times the starting pitcher doesn't pitch anymore. But it really it, de- it depends on it depends on the projection. It depends on is it two good pitchers? Garrett Cole versus Shane Bieber. I mean, yeah, you you're not probably not playing bats in that game. Probably playing you're probably playing pitchers. So it, it depends on who's there. But if I'm taking shots, here's another here's another thing. If you're going to take a shot at playing, so let's say we 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 have every do we have everyone back in the pool. I've, I've talked about this before. Yeah, we have everyone back in the pool. So let's say, I'm going to go back to the stacks page. Let's just say we have a bunch of everyone. So let's, let's I'm just going to put in 10. Right? Just whatever. Whatever. We have a bunch of, a whole bunch of stacks, 5X, whatever. Now let's say you want to take, let's say you want to take, you're going to make a build that you're going to keep. And you want to take a shot on Boston. Most of the time, I mean, I would say more that makes sense that if you can take a shot on a on a team that could likely just do, zero, they don't play the game. Only play those players in stacks, right? So if you're going to take a shot on Boston, so let's go over to Boston. Okay, so let's say you're going to take a shot on Boston. You do it for all the teams. I don't know why Renfro is getting an NA here. You're not in the projected lineup. I don't know. So let's say you're going to take a shot on Boston. Just click the only in stacks for all of them. Right? You're playing 5X, right? So it's going to only be in five minutes of all of them. Like literally all of them. You're not going to get them as one-offs at all. Why don't you want them as one-offs? Because the game doesn't play. You don't want a Hunter Renfro or you don't want a J.D. Martinez one-off. Zero. Just in some other lineup. I'm going to build 50 lineups and I'm going to have 10% Red Sox stacks or something like that, right? Five Red Sox stacks, right? If I build 50, so you get something like that. And they're there. If they play, they're low owned. Great. Hopefully the stack goes off. 
There's plenty of games on the slate that I could use one off somewhere else. So let's get uh it's almost it's almost done. Let's see. Where's our ball? Okay, here we got some Boston, right? We go down, go to the stack summary. Five hitter stacks, Boston. Right? We got Dalbeck, Hernandez, Devers, Verdugo, Martinez. So you got all all these guys in stacks only. So we go to player exposures. We're not going to see anything other than Danny Santana. Where are we getting him? Oh, okay. We got him in just in Boston stacks. Right? Bobby Dahlbeck. Right? None of them is a one-off. Raphael Devers, just in Boston stacks. So now if the if the Red Sox don't play, like this whole lineup is dead. Right? The stacks line up today. You have five Red Sox in there, so they're dead. But it doesn't affect any of your other lineups, right? You're playing Arizona stacks or whatever. You don't have there's no there's no Boston one offs here. There's no Boston one offs anywhere. So you do have you you have five lineups out of fifty that you're taking a shot on. If it plays, hopefully the stack goes off. But if it does, if it doesn't play. At least the other 45 lineups are live. They don't have a zero. There's no, not having a postponed player in that line. So that, that's another way to prepare. You're like, I want to take a shot. I know that it's going to be past, right? You're, you're building a lineup that they're going, to del- they're going to have a delayed start or something, right? They may end up postponing it 20 minutes later. But maybe you do want to take a shot. Now, in, in all these builds that we built, we built as if, we could use Boston players as one-offs and Toronto players as one-offs. And like, we're building the build as if it's playing and no problem. If you want, if you want to take shots and not be less risky because you're not shoving one-offs in and other lineups and kind of infecting them, just go. And that's why we have the only in stacks function now. Right. All of them. Right, a lot of times you'd be like, "I don't want the bottom hitter" or something like that. Okay, and only in stacks, but it's useful for this purpose. You could play you, the Milwaukee, and you can put all of any 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 team with a rain, a high likely of PPV chances. Maybe just only in stacks. You could do for all of them. You could do the whole build that way. Right, we go to Miami. We put them only in stacks, right? You go to Milwaukee, Milwaukee you go all, even the two games that probably end up getting postponed two hours, three hours before luck anyway. Just click on the only, just uh, only in stacks, only in stacks, only in stacks. The whole team. Then you don't have to, you don't even have to exclude anyone. You just, all you can, you can control their, your exposure to them just by the stacks pick. There you go. Those are the only times that they're going to be in the lineups. I don't know if other people prepare for, for, for PPDs or anything like this. It's important in bas I mean, you do it in basketball. I do it in basketball more more though more so than baseball. In basketball, you have to, you know, the, the oh, the guy's questionable. Right? And typically it's, you know, a star player or something. And it's like, well, if he's out, that means these two other guys are great values. And if he's in, I still want to play him, but I don't really want to play the other two guys. So what do you do? You're not, you may not know until 10 minutes, five minutes, two minutes before lock. So you make two builds. Going through the YouTube chat. If you got any questions, post them in. Be a shorter show today, right? Because what else can I talk about? 
What are we going to talk about? Half the half the games have rain chances in it. What are we going to do? This this is to me this is more useful. Who to play? Who knows? Who knows who is playing? Who knows? We don't know. Uh, let's see. People are talking about Otani yesterday. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't play yesterday. I don't know. Doug Montgomery says, "Do you have dummy lineups in already?" Well, you always have dummy lineups in. I never reserve. I never understand that. Why reserve entries with that blank? If you miss lock, you're dead. You're done. You can't even replace it. The first thing I do is build a dummy lineup. The night before, whatever. The morning of, whatever. Just to enter contests. Is it a lineup that I'm using? No. Just to barely look at the slate. You go, okay, Garrett Cole's there. Okay, who, who's it for? It takes me 60 seconds. Just scrolling through. Okay, I'm fitting that guy. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Then you use that, and then I'm entering. Then I use that, and I tap, and I'm entering contests. Just put that lineup for everything. And then you could download the CSV and separate it from there. Nate Branshaw, if you were playing a pitcher in a weather game, would you play that pitcher with stacks from those weather games? So if it gets paper, so basically you're playing a pitcher from one side and the, the hitters from the same side. Just so if that gets, if that, if that whole game gets ruled out, like it does, it doesn't affect other lines. I guess so. But most of the time, if I'm playing a how often does it happen that I'm playing a pitcher and then bats and it's whatever it is? Most of the time, this all gets taken care of by lock. I'm showing you a way to prepare. It depends on what's on the, re- uh, the rest of the slate. These questions, these questions have no answers. There's no correct answer. Garrett Cole is $4,000. It's minimum price on DraftKings. Let's just say Garrett Cole is minimum price on DraftKings. His game has could be postponed. I'm more, I'm more, much more likely to take a shot on that, right? The best pitcher on the slate is Pablo Lopez, and he's ninety four hundred. Okay, that doesn't. Okay, and he's the best pitcher on the slate, only because the, the slate sucks for pitching. This game could be postponed. Do you play? I mean, I'm less likely to, but that, that has nothing to do with the rain situation. It has to do with it has to do with the actual projections of the players. If there's a team that projects a stack that projects 48 points higher, which it's impossible that it's, that someone could project for that high, 90 percent chance of postponement. Maybe I do take a shot on that. Like. It has nothing to do with if you were playing a pitcher. It has not none of that happened. It depends on the pitcher. It depends on the slate. Is it a four game slate? Is it a twelve game slate? It, I mean, depends on the options that you have. The better it is, the more likely I take a shot on it. Right? A team with a team with a six point eight run total against the garbage the gas can, and everyone's thinking that the game's going to be postponed. Maybe I take more of a shot. But if it's like Oh, this is unowned already? Less likely to. Uh, no leverage if there's no strategic value in doing so? Well, I could probably find a 2% don't team somewhere else. So why, why, why do I even bother? Right? If the, game, if the game has postponement chance and it's already a stack that like no one's playing anyway. Oh, but it's, now it's going to be really not, not owned. So, but if it's at 14 games late, and you have other 2% owned stacks, then why bother taking the chance? 
And especially if if it's like a leverage against a, like a chalk SP2. Well, most likely the SP2 isn't going to be chalk if most people are scared about the game playing. So let's say the SP2 is 35% owned in projections, in ownership projections, but it's like, ah, the game, most people are getting off the game. So now you're not even getting that much leverage anymore. He's not going to be 35% owned. He's going to be 10% owned. Now at that point, it may be, may be better shot to just take a chance on the SP2. Michael Dompier asks, uh, Slate IQ question. Cincinnati was in a seven-inning game last night. It showed as the highest lineup leverage. Does Slate IQ process knowing that they have a seven-inning game, or do we need to discount that? No, that, what does that have to do with leverage? Cincinnati obviously would have the highest leverage in this slate because they would be the lowest on. They'd probably be the lowest on because they're a seven-inning game. Of course it does. Of course it knows. I don't understand the question. Leverage is just the difference, just ownership difference. That's it. That's all it is. If a if a if a if a team stack has a 0.2% chance, 0.2% chance of being the winning stack, and it's going to be owned at 0.1, that's a hundred percent leverage, right? That's a hundred percent difference. Does it make it the best stack? No, it makes it a horrible stack. It only has a 0.2% chance of winning. But it doesn't matter. You're only just comparing it to what it's, what it's own. You may want to play, you may would rather play a team that has a 4.8% chance of winning that's going to be 4.6% on. It's not, not, as much, not as much leverage, right? 5% or something like that. It also has what compared to the other team, it has a 96 time chance of winning. It's still positive, and you're still making lineups. You're using you're using Sled IQ to know how to build your lineups, not what teams to choose. People think Sled IQ is about what teams to choose. No, Sled IQ is going to guide you on how to build your lineups. I do not choose teams based on Slate IQ. I've never cho- chosen teams based on Slate IQ. Slate IQ tells me how I need to build the lineups with those teams. Right? Slate IQ says, oh, it's 5.6%. Well, I'm probably playing them anyway. Are they positive or le- how much positive or negative leverage are they? Well, the Yankees have a 7% chance of winning and they're going to be 12%, you know, owned. Well, that's a lot. That mean that means my Yankees lineups have to have other crap in it that's low owned, right? They're heavily negative. They're negative leverage. That means those Yankees lineups have to be different. The Cardinals have a five point two percent chance of winning, and they're only going to be one point seven percent owned. Well, all that tells me is that the Cardinals are are vastly under owned. Which means those my Cardinals lineups, I could play the truck pictures. I could I could build them chucky. That's what it tells me. It doesn't tell me to play those teams. It just tells me that those stacks as part of my lineups. Because remember, it's lineups, not players. Remember the team stack, even a five man stack on DraftKings, you still have five other spots in your in your lineup: two pitchers and three other batters. 
It's like, oh, I'll play St. Louis and then play the garbage. The rest, so your lineup sucks. It's not just about the teams. It's about the whole lineup. What slate IQ, that type of analysis, how under or over-owned they are versus their chances of winning, being in the winning lineup, just tells you how, how to build those lineups. I don't mind playing the, the when a team is uh, severely under-owned. I'm probably playing a chalk pitcher in those in those lineups. That's what it's telling me. Play play the highest projection. Play, those are the types of lineups where I jam in the five man stack and play the best projections around them. The lineups that are negative leverage, but still have high win probability, just means that I need to build them the opposite way. Twenty six percent Acuna ain't going to be in those lineups, right? Or less likely to. So I think that's the misconception people have about Slate IQ. You want to play teams that have high win probabilities. But you want to play them in lineups that make sense for the contest that you're playing. So a team could be all the positive leverage in the world, but when they're 0.4% chance of winning, how many lineups should you be building with them? Well, they're only going to be owned 0.2%. Oh, okay, great. Do we have infinity in order to realize that EV? Yes, it's plus EV, you're right. You can, you can make thousands of lineups that are plus EV. Those lineups are less, are very, very low likely to win. Very low likely to win. And maybe you do. If you're playing 100 or something, or you want to play, play, you want to take a shot, go. It is. Over the course of a million slates, yeah, you'll, you'll hit it a couple of times. But it's more, more that it's going to show you how to build the lineups with them in them. So when people see, oh, the, the, uh, oh, the highest owned team is going to be over-owned, I'm going to X them out. I don't X them out. I still play those players. And I'm, I mean, I play as many lineups with those players. But I also know, how do I need to build those lineups now? Mash your ass. When you say that we should track how many of our lineups finish in the top 1%, what would be a good performance in a 150 MME? Four or five lines? No, no, you, you're not doing it on a contest by contest basis. You're doing it overall. On Roto, if you have Roto Tracker, it'll even show you. So, for instance, I go to my Roto Tracker. This is as of like a week ago. I think the last time I updated. So, let's say I'm going to go to, let me go to graphs. Let me go to my baseball season, okay? You can see here, this is my overall sports season, MLB 2021. Right, right, I'm down. I haven't had a bink yet. So you go by finishing position. So you can see here, you go sort by 1%. It'll show you all your contests. And you want to... Look, my top 1% to, well, I need to put on my GPPs. Cash games shouldn't count. Let's see. Category GPP. Right. So you want to be more than your fair share. So if you're seeing these lines up in this area, much higher, that means that means you're placing, you're placing lineups well. But I mean, you're not doing this. I'm not analyzing this on a one, a one slate basis. 
No, you're not, you're not going to get four or five five lineups out of that. You may get, you may get zero. You're looking to get all the way to the top. You could do this in Roto Tracker. So this, this, is, this is what I'm looking for. This is more, more of how you could tell if you're playing well in large field GPPs than by just your results. Card fan, after preparing lineups for a situation like tonight, does the optimize button, the lineup preview, give you the top optimal? It, get, it will always give you the top optimal of whoever is included in your player pool. So once you exclude people, it's not going to be available for that. So you'd have to include them back in in order for, for you to do that, or you could use another browser. Michael Dompier, this 11 a.m. show is literally the best show on RG. Thank you. It should be premium. Why? People don't listen anyway. Come on. I say the same things over and over again. If you watch shows from two months ago, I do the same. I'm doing the same thing for basketball. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. I repeat the same stuff all the time and people still don't listen. That's why it doesn't have to be premium. Right? You just, oh, this is, this is how you play BFS. Well, oh, okay, thank you. And they go off and they still don't. People don't want to do the work. Right? They don't. They want the picks. They want the plays. But you could get that later. You could get the picks and the plays later on Grinders Live. That's coming up uh, 5.30, I believe. 5.30 Eastern. And we got crunch time for premium members. You can click on the link in the description and get, uh, get the $10 off your, 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 your premium membership for your first month. And, uh, and yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens tonight with the weather. I don't know. I don't know what happens tonight with the weather. You have to make sense. I'd rather them just postpone the games early. Make make it easy on us. Make it an eight-game slate, and I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. So uh, I'm fine for casual Friday. Hit the note. Hit, hit the notification bell to know when the other shows go live. But hit the thumbs up button on your way out the door. You kept my water cold today. Water. I get. I got to get more apple juice. So I'm gonna get more apple juice. I'm gonna play the slate tonight. Uh, and I'll see, I'll see you next week. Right. See you next. See you next week. Because I'm here, I'm here most of the time, most of the time, depending on what gets preempted for slates and everything. Most of the time, Mondays through Fridays, 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern for the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com. <laughs>